0: Hello, this is Deb from Deb's Data Dojo. Today, I am happy to say that I'm speaking to Heidi. Heidi is a natural witch, tarot reader, and a medium. She also has a YouTube channel called All Things Exist. Heidi has discussed her gift as well as her experiences with the phenomenon on Twitter and on her YouTube. She has captured the phenomenon on film and shared her videos with the public. Also with me today is Kevin, co-host on Calling All Beings, who is also a behavioral technician. Thank you both for joining me today on the Calling All Beings podcast network. Nice to be here. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So, Heidi, can you please give us a little bit of background um, regarding your gift and how you came to realize that you had the gift?
1: Well... You know, when I was little, very, very young, um, I have all my memories from, you know, crawling, ev- everyday memories, the things that normally you're not supposed to have. <laughs> but, anyways, during those times when I was growing up and I was very small, I saw a lot of different things going on that other people did not see going on. And I come from a very, um, They're ranchers and farmers, you know, so mostly ranchers and very hard people, um, very loving people, but very hard people. So it wasn't something that I was I didn't talk much anyway, to be honest with you. There was just so much I saw going on all the time everywhere I went in, every house I was in, every piece of land I was on. There was always things going on there that nobody else noticed and so i was kind of in both worlds all the time and then um i got to a point where some of the things i was starting to see were really scary and i had no one to tell i tried to talk i tried to tell my parents and they just you know (laughs) you know how parents are with little kids but anyway so i had to deal with a lot of that evil stuff going on uh, by myself and then and that's how I, I had my first encounter with, it was a one-on-one encounter. They were there just, it he was there just for me. He stayed for three days. Um, he wore all blue. He was, uh, he had like silver flowing hair and was very tanned and like deep wrinkles. Like I always called him the traveler. That's all I knew. I didn't okay. know what kind of being he was. Our person. Um, yeah, some, something, it could have been any of that. Now I was raised Catholic. So, you know, I did Sunday school and I was, uh, you know, baptized and all of that stuff went to two different churches growing up, but those were, uh, deities that kind of let you access higher things. It was always that energy to me. It was Never it was never just one deity that was in charge of everything, you know? So to me it was, it was fine and I loved it and I still do. So, uh, this was the first time when I was young that this, you know, that I had experienced one-on-one with getting directions and, and being shown who I was, what I, and I'm not going to go into detail. That's very private, but, um, for three days i would be gone all day my parents worked um i was born in 71 so you know back then the kids were left at home (laughs) it wasn't neglect then it was just the way things were you know um and i would i remember very clearly you know running out there on that first day and seeing him sitting up uh he was sitting and he was up against this brick wall, which was the neighbor's garage. And he was, he would not look at me, but he was talking, he was looking, you know, to the side and the wind was blowing through his hair, but there was no wind. And these are the things you notice when you're tiny, you know, so um, he was talking to me. I could hear him very clearly in my head, but he was not talking. He was, lips weren't moving, none of that so this was kind of the first experience with something that was not scary that uh but i'll tell you about the scary one after this (laughs) if you want but um you know I, i was gone all day so i don't know if it was an abduction uh, I don't know, because later in life, you know, like in my 30, 30s, I would say when, you know, my kids were little, and you have all that time on your hands when they're napping, and you know, stuff like that. And, you know, I still continued my craft. Um, witchcraft has been in my family for generations, where all we all have some weird thing going on. Mm-hmm. And it just happens that my weird thing is kind of everything. Like no mm-hmm. being is off limits when it comes to my energy. And I, I can't tell you why I can only tell you that I got directions when I was small on very clearly what I'm here for and what I, who I am and what I'm doing and what's uh, expected of me. And, and then on that third day, like I said, he was there for three days and I'll tell you, I was gone until when my parents left in the early, early mornings and then we're gone all day and came back for dinner um i was gone the whole time uh, just not not here so heidi so i was, don't know where i was but i can tell you that i was in the clouds that's all i know i
0: can i can tell you that i have heard of other experiences with children where they encounter almost an educator um who comes and helps them and guides them um so actually i don't know if that's comforting or not but I've yeah heard it, it is
1: it is actually to know that other that you know of others that have done that because mm-hmm. i'll tell you what before this ufo stuff started happening here that just showed up on my porch cam i made a youtube channel like oh my god people look at this but i you know i wasn't not interacting with anyone i'm just not that person
0: Mm-hmm. who is
1: out there interacting on social media and getting involved in politics and all that bullshit you know i'm just i'm not i got a big life going on even to have facebook was a hassle for me mm-hmm. so um i put i started a youtube channel and put that stuff on there but you know i know one has nothing to do with the other but uh i guess it all really does but i, I wanted to tell you that uh on that third day i knew i would never or, I'm sorry. It was the fourth day, the morning. Like, you know, when I ran out there and I expected to see as soon as I woke up, I opened my eyes and I knew, I just knew I would never see him again. Never like not in this life, you know? And I was just heartbroken. I was just inconsolable. And then just a couple hours later, you know, after waking up and I, I remember checking around, mom fed me breakfast and this and that, uh, needless to say, we were supposed to take over the ranch and that didn't happen. And my family broke up that day. Wow, Wow. dad Dad left forever, you know, uh, mom went crazy. (laughs) And um, so all of the instructions that I had just gotten those three days prior were immediately put on use. Like now. This is what you do. Or I, without that, I, my life should not have been successful in any way without that intervention. And um, ever since then, my, the way that I see everything going on around me is more focused and more precise and more uh, vibrational where I can hear it hear different you know it's it's very it's kind of coming into all of the senses now instead of just a few um not just now but i mean after that
0: i think also some of the other people i've heard from um have also said that it was a time where they needed it the most um yeah and i had
1: no idea my life was great until that day
0: One example was one of the people was a Native American or Indigenous child, and he was in a school where they forced these children to be because they wanted to Christianize them, right? And he also got visitation while he was there. And that visitation helped him survive having to be in that school.
1: I wonder if, you know, so many of us don't get that in one form or another. Is, this is just a very, I- very caveman-like world we live in. You know, America itself is less, you know, th- than three hundred years old. Everything is just in in an infant stage here. Like even us. So, I really feel you know the makers and, um, they do what they can with, but you know. I'm just like everyone else. I get a little frustrated sometimes with why, why? It's like, I know serious things that answer a lot of questions. And I have worked with, because of these UFOs, by the way, I have ended up working with some very freaking serious people, you know, that I never intended to, you know, even know. But now I am with all these people and they respect me and they ask for my information. And they and I kind of feel like it is all leading back to those three days where I really believe because I came across a picture. I think it was on like a tarot card or something. And it was of a person called Captain Ashtar from the Galactic Federation. And it was him. It was the guy sat in my backyard and i'd never seen anything even near his appearance he's wearing all blue Mm -hmm. um his clothes were appropriate for the time i was in a blue plaid blue denim blue backpack blue denim backpack thing um but it was him and i was like okay so i had to learn about you know, all of that stuff. And um, I've always known that um, Orion was home. It just always echoes in my head ever since I was a tiny baby that I look at Orion, and I just hear this echo from like, it's just a huge echo throughout the universe. It's home. And I'm like, okay, but I don't live in that. I live here.
0: Yes, I think there's a lot you know, going on. It's hard to break it all down. But one thing that people have talked about is dual. I can't souls. believe I'm
1: talking about this.
0: It's okay. That's okay. I've never
1: told anybody this stuff. Well, we we should, we should probably. Heaven, this is you. all your fault.
0: <laughs> we should probably have warned you. We're both counselors. That's like our our professions. So yeah. <laughs> like,
2: people tell us things. You know, they just trust us naturally.
1: <laughs> that seems to be the case yeah because this is um this is um information that no one has
2: cool Well
1: we appreciate that you're telling us yeah. and, I, and I, I want you to
0: feel um like this is important that i feel like you need to know a lot of other people are going through this the person who made that card probably had a similar experience and it inspired the artwork for that card so other people have had this experience so I wanted to sort of touch on, you know, you, you actually are thinking that this happened before a lot of things, but it sounds like you were already gifted. And one thing that I've been bouncing around is the possibility that um, maybe we have some of us genetic inclination. Um, And it's not necessarily something that other people can't access because of their genetics. It's more like they just haven't activated those genes, which is something I've talked about before. You can activate these genes. So for whatever reason, you activated some of those genes pretty early on. Um, Those genes that are probably going to help people essentially with survival, and it's an evolutionary thing, and probably genes that we had for a long time ago because there was a lot more record back then of these things happening um back in history i wouldn't be surprised if a lot more happened that we didn't even get written down
1: that's what Um, i feel that's what i have always kind of known in my whole existence is every everyone is i'm telling you everyone is needed everyone is a very intricate part of what's going on in, in uh, our 3d reality here. And Mm -hmm. their energy is so in, in link with everything else or the trees, the ground, the piece of garbage, the cat, the, whatever, it's all just, it's all part of the same thing. And it's, I think people like me and others can access all, you know, all, different kinds of that reality um, I don't necessarily think it's because we've evolved or or you know I think we are genetically predisposed you know certain tribes are are shamans and certain tribes aren't our are warriors are earthly and need to hand they don't have time for their to be thinking about this stuff or dealing with what comes after or any of that kind of stuff um but everything is linked and that's where after my experience um i had something really terrifying happen and i didn't really even know god at the time but i had had this experience so i knew who i was finally it just was very explained to me and very important what i do not specific by the way <laughs> they're so not specific do this forever okay you know it's not specifics it's a it's a very profound meaning in everything that i was shown and told that it kind of has to just consume your whole life so after that it happened to me i kind of felt entitled to not have to deal with the crap i was seeing
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the things that were happening um because no adult would believe me they didn't my parents wouldn't help me i knew that i was but after that i felt that's that's the height you know today is you know and ever since then is fearless and i will face any being and i have faced many many and communicated with them and um gotten the answers that i wanted and they got the answers that they wanted. You're so uh, I just opened myself up to all that because I kind of became fearless. I was like, well, listen, I have a job to do and I don't care who you are or what you're doing here. My job is my job, you know? So you don't you don't get to affect that. So I got that at a very young age, you know? So um, that led to a very successful and abundant life from coming from a life, I should not have that.
0: Well, I was, I was just thinking, and I don't know if you heard me say it, um, but I get the sense that you're protected and I think
1: um, other people
0: get that sense too, which is very confusing because there's also a sense that there is some evil and some negativity involved with the phenomenon.
1: Unfortunately, that type of energy is so unevolved that it will attach to and, you know, thrive off of anything that is even a tiny bit more evolved than it. Um, More advanced demons, uh, more advanced harmful entities, even ones that have been human before, and they just are that energy. There's nothing that will change it. Accept their own decisions and their, and, and what influences them. I mean, you can chase something out of a place, but it's going to be the same energy somewhere else, you know? And so you're protected, but, you know, with me, I am, I am, they can see me wherever I go. It doesn't matter what kind of entity it is. They can see me. And uh, for me, that has made me very, um, one, protected, protective of me and mine, uh, but two, very intolerant because I can see it. I can see what you're capable of. I can see what's attached to you. I can see that it's seeing me. And so um, that's why I'm as uh, introverted as I am, because uh, my physical body that dealing with that kind of energy and the energy it takes to deal with that kind of energy and to keep it away and things like that, that's very taxing. It's very taxing. And I need all the strength I can get (laughs) for my life going on in the 3D, you know? So, um, that's why, just like you said, I am protected. And when I do call in specific entities, it it uses my organic body to the max. And you know, and um, so I've had to that's, that's the hardest thing that I've had to um, balance in my life is the physical effects on my organic body of dealing with what I open myself up to for people because I am here to help y'all because I can see it and I know it's intentions and I know where it's going to lead. And that's all just because of the energy. It's like, i it's like an energy ribbon. It's all just ribbons of different lights, colors, intensities. It really, really is a universe or, multiverse of vibrations it really really is and we know that scientifically that you know Mm -hmm. it takes a certain vibration to have mass okay it takes a certain vibration to you know yeah
0: i I have a name for it i call
2: it the cosmic internet
1: right that's exactly what it is
2: well terence McKenna he called it novelty i think that's what he meant by novelty (laughs)
1: Well, whatever it is, I'm part of it all. And I did not know why until I was told why. And so I never question it. I, I already got the information. Once you're told the information, you don't go questioning it for the rest of your life. You use it. And you you do, you know, you, you get the information. And that's what, that's kind of what I do with tarot and mediumship. It's just extra information that helps you keep ascending. Because I truly believe with all of my being, everything that every type of weirdness that I am as an, as a being, I truly believe that we are here to ascend constantly. It's like constant evolution. It's like a, a rock is constantly evolving to be more of that rock.
0: I've, I have referred you know what to I it mean.
1: Uh, we're constantly it doesn't matter where you are, who you are, what you are, what kind of being you are. We are all um, evolving and Yeah.
2: I I think that's an interesting concept. I think I wonder what we're all evolving towards, you know, as, as a, a unit. You know, what what it what it is at the end of history what, that we're gonna be. Are we gonna be merged with the machine? Or is it or is it gonna be something completely different? I'm wondering. You and I'm organic? wondering if UFO is, is what yeah. is what that is. It's looking back at us. It's that thing that's at the end of history,
1: you know, the total sum knowledge. End of history. Wow, I've never freaking heard that before, Kevin.
0: <laughs> I think we go beyond the history of the planet, though. Oh, for that's, sure. I
1: mean, just uh, just history in general. The end of the end of the end. Yeah, I
0: don't. I don't think there is ever an end. You know, it reminds me of a quote. Who was it that said it? It's not the Oh, wait, this is not okay is it's not the end of the beginning or the it's the beginning of the end or other way around. It's like a really good point that you know we just are at the tip of the iceberg.
1: Yeah, well, I, yeah. I just posted a meme like that and recently it said this is this is the beginning of the beginning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here we are. We'll finally evolve to be able to talk about all this other stuff
2: True.
1: that is not uh, organic that exists and where we fit into all of it and where it fits into I mean, I have never, I mean, Ooh, I'm just getting goosebumps everywhere, but I have never, Mm -hmm. uh, been in such a progressive time. Um, not progressive humanity wise, but progressive energy wise. I have never seen on the planet since my, since I was born this, the energy of the planet ascend and, and be vibing at a higher rate and and there's light. It's, it's very exciting because I'm telling you the dregs of humanity is one, is one thing that breaks my heart. It's, it's, it breaks my heart because, and I, and, and regardless of what you think and how harsh I am and whatever, I am all heart. I am all emotion, and um, to see the energy of the world so much greater and higher and louder um, and brighter is—I mean—all I could hope for in life.
0: I, I have to manage
1: and for everything.
0: Some people have said that we have spoken to that there was about a five-year timeline when the density would change with this energy. Um, A few people have spoken about that. That was about a year ago. So I guess we have about four years left of this ascension. Some people have also said that people have already made a choice about whether or not they'll be part of this ascension. I don't know why, but I've heard this from multiple people lately. So the timeline is about four years for something to happen. And I will say that I think I kind of sense it in a way that I can't fully explain. But, for instance, when this thing happened with Ukraine, my first thought was that's very old-fashioned for a country to be invading another country. That's outdated to me. Like, that shouldn't be happening anymore. That's the sense that I got. I don't know if that means that I'm just in a different place than other other people but I I just for me it just seemed really like that still happens like why is that still happening why are people not paying attention to that not that doesn't need to happen anymore and I've also had a lot of thoughts lately we're just doing things wrong and we need to figure this out soon we're doing a lot of things wrong
1: I am what I'm seeing is the okay I'm not I don't (laughs) I don't talk much because the things I have to say are are serious and you know they're real from where the energy is and where it goes and where it's coming from. With the you know, the poison in the I mean, just our food supply, our water supply, the overpopulation. We are doomed
2: This yeah, kind of
1: we did virus attack that we've just mm-hmm. gone through. We are absolutely doomed. To um, to stunt our our um, our evolution because we can't have kids, we can't bring kids into this anymore. That's why people aren't having kids. Oh, the birth rate is at an all-time low. Well, you think what reasonable human is thinking? Oh, this is a great. This is great you know everything is you know you can't get food on go to the grocery store it's bizarre mm-hmm. it's bizarre I and decide. things are twice as expensive and there's the gas shortage they're burning down uh, you know the the uh, the food the food distributors it is bizarre what is happening and when i say we are ascended because we're not dumb enough to overlook what's going on now you know, we're, we're kind of um, over, we have ascended to the point where the basic human being is absolutely intolerant and over being led by long dead men
2: Yes.
1: and their rules, whether it be religion or our constitutions or, you know, it doesn't matter what country you're in. We are done. We're, we're done. And everybody I, I, is done. And that's why the system is totally crumbling right now. Because those people who hold those values so tight are on their last legs of this life. Okay. And they're doing all the only thing they know how to do is stop that kind of progress, keep the money funneled where it's supposed to be going so people can the higher, you know, the wealthy can do what they want. But it's all crumbling now. It's out of their hands now. And that's the ascension that I'm talking about. They have gone too far. It's out of their
2: hands now. It, they I don't have a theory. the theory. The cultural engineers have failed.
0: Right. So <laughs> this is my theory. So we used to be very spiritual people. We used to be really connected to our environment. Um, we used to love our environment. But I think what happened was we just spent so much time Worrying about survival and getting more and building ourselves as like all of humanity. Like this is a lot of different civilizations really just worried about that. Getting more, building themselves, surviving. But now with the last hundred or so years, we have gotten technology that helps us so much that we can go back to focusing on these other things. And I think that's a part of it. I think that just having so much in place... Allows us to look elsewhere and spend time looking elsewhere, like we used to.
1: I like that theory a lot. It makes a lot of sense.
2: As long as that technology isn't used to destroy ourselves, you know. As long as we can oh, use it. Oh, it will.
1: I know. It's, that's it's the, the, the only problem. thing that will. Well, it, all
2: that are using it for is making. Because it you're, a
1: because when when it's gone, <laughs> it's going. Yeah. When we don't have a connection to each other anymore, we won't we won't survive. Period. yeah
0: I think we're gonna create one. You know how we have like said that there is a cosmic internet. I think we're moving slowly in the direction of making a technological connection. It was an out, it was on outer limits. It was an episode where everyone was connected in their head. I remember right? that one.
2: Yes, and I and
0: agree. every time I think about what's going on with the UAPs, with the you know UFOs, with, with entities that are non-human intelligence. I'm like, I feel like we were already on this path to match what these are doing. We're already reaching that direction. They're already working on technology for moving craft with brainwaves. They're already been doing yeah. that. For, for
2: I years. mean, they have monkeys that can play Pong now, you know, with the brainwaves, so...
1: Well, I I did find when, you know, all this stuff came out and everyone uh, saw my videos and I got approached by everybody worldwide, people worldwide, from governments, from all kinds of things. I did shows and stuff back then just because that's all nobody knew, like, what I do with my life. They didn't know really I was a medium. They didn't know any of that. And honestly, I only came out with that, you know. I don't know what, two years ago, because my kids are grown and I don't have to protect them anymore from the things that I know are existing around them. Um, They're grown now, so they protect themselves. They're my children, you know, so. (laughs) Um, But. And then, you know, with the landing, uh, Kevin knows what I'm talking about. The first video that ever happened was the landing. And it it appeared that a craft landed on my street and came from the sky, landed on the street. All the lights went crazy and and it rolled down the street. And that's when I had to get involved in social media. And I had already had experiences with UFOs. Um, and I've told my stories on many UFO podcasts and shows and radio shows and stuff like that. Uh, maybe we could do that again one day if you want to, but, um, so I had already had my experiences. I was not surprised. I was just surprised that it was like really on my street. You know? <laughs> it was like, well, that was an obvious, well, you know, okay, it's time, you know, here, i didn't know what to do with it i kept the video for a couple months i think before you know i was talking to my husband i don't know what to do yeah, you know I don't, I don't know what to do i don't want this kind of attention i don't I, want I to say. To with people that are have questions i don't have answers to you know I what feel, i mean but i, feel I like had no choice it, it was it's a profound thing i had no choice i had to and then <laughs> when i i was like well crap if that's going on and i live on this i lived on this mountain right that actually i looked up and it has a history it's called black mountain it has a history of this kind of thing throughout history people have been seeing ufos there and having experiences with beings and this and that And i didn't know any of that and uh, so i'm like well let's put out another camera in the backyard and we'll point it straight at the sky or you know let's put make sure one of my palm trees is in there for size so we can always tell what kind of sizes we're dealing with you know so i put my palm tree that was in the corner of my yard i just put a stupid little wi-fi camera on it and what showed up what was a whole universe of things that should not be here and that's how i ended up meeting the tall Whites. That's how I, uh, if you go back a couple of years to a Halloween video I did on my YouTube dev, I think you'll enjoy this. Because me and another medium friend of mine, she works with animals. She lives across town in uh, like Summerlin area. And I live in the Henderson Seven Hills area, which is like two totally opposite sides of town. And uh, it was Halloween. It was a full moon. It was a super moon. (laughs) It was just time time to talk to these beings because she had run into one by accident in her backyard uh taking her dog out in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom they totally ran into each other by accident uh and i wanted so i wanted to talk to them i don't know how my battery is low i'm plugged in Um, i might have to fix that in a moment but um We decided to do this thing we facetimed both our rituals that we did in our backyards she did a ritual i did a ritual we're doing it at the same time to call in these beings and talk to them well they they came they showed up three of them we talked to them you can hear all the audio on the videos from on my youtube videos from that halloween um i think it's called contact mate or something like that you can hear them they don't speak English and they don't talk like us. It's a frequency, but it's chatter and it's t- tapping. It's, it's, you'll have to listen to it. But so that happened. And then I released them. Um, at the end of the conversation, there was this big boom in the sky, like just out of nowhere. And it was, it was the, And then they were gone. So obviously it's a dimensional thing. Um, they're known to live in the cliffs behind Summerlin. That's historically where they're from, where they live. They are camouflaged with the environment like predator. One of them got angry with me because I couldn't understand what the hell they were saying to me. <laughs> but I was doing the best I could, you know, to communicate between species, you know. And uh, he stayed for, you know, a couple more minutes after, just off in the distance after uh, the big boom and everything. And then that was it. But you can, that was all caught on video. Everything they said was caught on video. You would think this would be world-changing stuff.
0: No. A lot of no, what you're no, saying is no. I up.
1: You know, it was, and I thought, you know, I, I'm not, like I said, I don't want to talk to anybody about it. All I'm seeing, I'm seeing what you're seeing. you know my experiences with them one-on-one that's personal shit but i'm showing you what happened take the whole thing for you did it go viral did it no what it got was it got me being watched like private planes with no markings no lights no markings flying over my house it got the car uh, you know black cars right in the angle of where my actual backyard camera was on the mountain just sitting there all day with binoculars i got my binoculars i'm like hey motherfucker, <laughs> i see you
0: well that's what happened to the bledsoe family unfortunately and as soon as they were public people showed up and they literally had the government in their living room and in their bedrooms you know all the time Looks like Heidi froze.
2: She froze or she's just smiling real big. Oh.
0: I think maybe she did have a battery issue. Maybe the yeah. battery, yeah,
2: battery issue
0: came to play. <laughs> She'll be back.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break then from our, from our sponsors.
0: Yes. Our sponsors are Calling All Beings, the podcast <clears throat> network. Yeah. Yay, calling all
2: V. Yay. Watch watch the show tomorrow.
0: Yes, we'll be on YouTube.
2: I might be there if traffic lets me. (laughs) (laughs) I like the six o'clock thing. This was this was no problem, man.
0: Yes, this is my usual time.
2: This is great. No pressure.
0: And it's pre recorded.
2: (laughs) That's nice too.
0: Um, so we do see Heidi's camera again, but no Heidi. So she's probably running on the battery.
2: Maybe she's. Oh, I want to see what's on her wall. Tarot
0: stuff. Some, yeah, gigantic, uh, enlarged tarot cards.
2: I wanted to ask her some tarot questions, but she's got she's got a lot to say.
0: Yes, I have a feeling that I'm going to have to uh, see her more than once to get everything yeah. she has to say.
2: No, she's been at this this long. That's crazy. I did see some of her videos. Though. They're kind of cool
0: Yeah, I heard a little bit of the audio I think she has the same reaction that I do to the phenomenon though that for the most part it's sort of like yeah Of course, of course it's yeah. here. It's normal. It's part of reality To me, mm-hmm. that's just you know, of course like you can hear the scientists say it all the time the here odds again. are really out there that we don't have life somewhere else right first Mm -hmm. of all and then what gets me though is that we've been so egotistical thinking that we would be even the only hominid on this planet like that's crazy that we've just like assumed all this Mm -hmm. time oh yeah there's all
2: kinds of anthropological finds now coming out that you know Have seen all this stuff? There's a lot of new hominids being found. So, yeah, you're right.
0: That's what uh, Hal Putoff's paper kind of indicated, the ultra-terrestrial paper. You know, it might might still be something that's just been sitting here this whole time. Mm Mm-hmm. And, well, that makes sense to me. That seems to be where the evidence is leaning.
2: I really should read his paper, huh?
0: I can i can forward the email <laughs> oh, i have it like oh,
2: that's hilarious unbelievable uh, wow. but
0: um the point though being that you know that's like when i worked on the ufo connector it's the same thing almost everything leans towards that direction something being here this whole time
2: yeah i just don't think we know even where to look or I mean, for all we know, it's already tried to make contact and we just don't have the capacity or the understanding or we can't even conceptualize it. Right. Maybe.
0: (laughs) May not be interested in making contact. It may be like, we're busy getting plants and some DNA samples. Leave us alone.
2: (laughs) That's what I I don't like about the History Channel. It makes the whole thing about us. It's like, why is it got to be about us?
0: Right. (laughs) There's a lot of other animals of interest on this planet right they could be saving the dolphins and putting them on a planet where there's no pollution they could be saving our whales
2: that's the best star trek movie ever
0: i know that was i saw that one (laughs) (laughs) but yeah we don't know we don't know the motives um but we also don't know the origins so like even if they've been on this planet a long time they could still technically be you know um oh i just heidi's back i just realized to check sorry heidi how long have you been here i'm just listening
1: (laughs) to you guys sorry about
0: that (laughs) yeah we were talking about you know ultra-terrestrial paper that hal put off published um so yeah i had it big and didn't realize i should probably make it small to see that you came back thank you for coming back
1: Thank you for having me back. Sorry about that. I don't even know how that happened. It's a very odd thing. There's no it's been plugged in this whole time and it's behind my stuff. So and it's so funny, the first cuss word I use, blip, that's it. (laughs) Well the universe. What were we saying anyway? Oh yeah. So I, I did tell you guys that you know when I when I get vocal about it, I get pushback from the powers that be and what I learned by um MUFON had wanted me to join for a long time and they kept inviting me to their live meetings and I finally went to one and I said okay I kind of figure I'm going to join just to see so I can get you know basically so I can get into the archives I want to see if other people have had you know because you know listen I hear constantly from abductees and it's never good. And the thing I I think I that I can add to this conversation that might not be a known thing, but it is something that I know and deal with is that, you know, the grays, they are, you know, they don't have empathy. So if they're messing with you, it's because you have something in you that they need to know about. They are, you know um they they have no care for pain or uh whatever but what they're, they're i i can tell you what they're looking for they're looking for what i guess we would call the the uh connection to god they don't know either because they're very unevolved. unfortunately they're tech they're, they're so technologically evolved that they have no kind of care for other beings uh they only have a job they have a job and um i so they've have lost
2: say, that connection to spirit
1: yeah that's I, what I've, they're looking for
0: yeah we've heard that before but what yeah. also i think i want to point out is that there are other entities that look like the greys and they get mushed in with them because i do think there are entities that are just like them in many ways might have a slight you know tonal difference maybe maybe slight height difference like a lot of people are talking about three foot entities not four you know things like that um a lot of entities that are these similar look um yeah it's not
1: any of the other ones that are similar it's the very specific ones that are doing the abductions um, and things like that, they are used for a specific person, be- specific reason, because they can get the information without uh, the conscious and the guilt and the shame and the not wanting to hurt another living thing. They don't have that. And that's why they are used to do that.
0: And it seems I like they get the used way. by the tall lights and yes,
1: some other they, they are fans. used by not just them but there's it's um so i wanted to tell you guys about move on you want to talk about it go ahead like get controversial <laughs> but so you know i i did not want i don't like to be a part of groups because what can happen is you know a leader of the group or someone who runs things or whatever can kind of have a bad reputation
2: or. Oh no, she's having Uh bad luck. Susan's off. I
0: I don't know if that's what's going on. Um, I doubt it. Yeah, I feel like, you know, something's going on with her technology that's getting interfered with. So unfortunately, she is gone again guys we'll wait for her to return it's unusual because that was a little different from the last time too um hmm okay hmm. that makes me sad but yeah maybe Mufon was listening in and said nope right <laughs> don't complain about us
2: I ain't right, talking about move on
0: yeah uh so move on um really has okay. a kind of a speckled past right so Um, they, they kind of diverged out from a group called APRO. That was one of the first major groups. APRO has a lot of data too, by the way, still. And then that information Mm -hmm. got given to someone that it shouldn't have. Some of these meta materials come from APRO. These meta materials that people are looking at, they had them. Um, and then they got picked up by other people. Um, so after they broke off of course it like really started evolving and they're international of course now, Um, but they're always trying to find the right leadership. And that seems to be a problem. Um, I've been reading Lear's book lately and Lear was a part of MUFON and he's discussed like you really had to give it your all to make it work. And it was hard to have the right leadership um, And he was one of the people who stepped up to try to really help. Did you know that Lear was in MUFON? I didn't until I read his book.
2: Mm-mm, I had no idea.
0: I have to admit, like, when I read that, I was, like, a little bit shocked. Oh. I didn't know that he was put in the position that he was because he was already in a UFO group.
2: Interesting. And MUFON, of all. <laughs> yeah. At least it wasn't like SETI, you know. Nothing against SETI.
0: Well. <laughs>
2: for radio signals.
0: <laughs> you know who's in SETI, right? Who's in SETI? A lot of NASA people.
2: Oh, well, that's okay. A lot. Anyone we know?
0: Um, You know, I, I don't really think so. But I will say that when I go through the SETI page, it's mm-hmm. like page after page of someone who's in NASA. Huh what is that about what do you think that's about is it what is is it the horse before the cart or the cart before the horse are they interested in this because they're in nasa or were they interested in it and that's why they went into nasa
2: oh interesting i don't know you figure i I don't know anyone who would stick around nasa would value radio signals I, i don't know
0: they're going past that now though. they're doing yeah, yeah. technosignatures oh, yeah. signatures and stuff um, they're crazy. trying to be more clever about this. But I just really wonder sometimes about people's backgrounds. like as soon as you are affiliated with a group like MUFON or NASA, you know you have to kind of put two and two together about what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know there's a just huge chunk of these original UFO people were into remote viewing
2: i didn't know that
0: yeah i made a whole chart um it's on the ufo connector under the um the aviary where i started crisscrossing how people connect <laughs> and it, there's a lot of background connections like you know who has the most oh hal put off he's okay. the Kevin yeah. bacon of ufos
2: so how put off is the unknown variable variable
0: he is or he's most, known variable <laughs> most connected, but he's not the only one who's like that. Like, if you look at just about anyone, they're a part of multiple groups, usually. And Bigelow is an he had his hands in a lot of things.
2: Why is it all the same people?
0: That's what makes you wonder, you know. Are Mellon, they
2: engineering something
0: <laughs> right? So, for instance, Christopher Mellon, he was in a uh, While well, he was part of a website called UAP Data, guess who mm. else was a part of that website in that group? Leslie
2: Keane. Oh, Leslie, what? Right. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. These are things that you have to kind of know, and it makes you wonder what's going on. Why? This, and then, you know, you hear about the Invisible College and you're like, well, I know some of the members for sure. Mm-hmm. They made it. They left a trail. You know, you could look up a list of the members of some of these groups like Four, mm-hmm. which was the fund for UFO research that was in Maryland. <laughs> Welcome back. Hi,
1: so, um, yeah, so my browser just got wiped out. I'm back on the phone and my security options on my computer are up. So I think we touched on something we're not supposed to be talking oh. about. So, um, yeah, this, this is just not stuff that happens. So maybe we'll, um, maybe someday we'll talk privately about, about move on and the people I met there and, uh, because I, I was really seriously just going to tell you <laughs> that they already know. They already work with all of these different beings. They already know what our potential is, and they have mm-hmm. deemed it not useful for humanity, not, oh. not for their purposes. So we don't get to know. And another reason, you know, we, we're, we're going to get full disclosure or anything like that is because of the people who are demanding information are the kind of people that we don't want aliens to be working with. We don't want to be represented by these people. We Mm. don't want to be represented by, you know, Tim McMillan or Mick West or these bullshit uh, shows that are on that promote these people who just bring nothing but banter into a very, very, uh, you know, um, important subject. Mm. So, you know, we're, they're never going to let the public fully know. And I didn't get to know that until I joined them and and until I had access to a few different people who just happened to tell me their life stories like everyone does.
0: What concerns me is the number of people who are doing this for greed. I'm really tired of people talking about, oh, the technology. And then, you know, it's in the law, exploitation. And that exploitation has been going on for decades one of the um, UFO files I found, which fascinates me, is called um, the Congo Exploitation Report. And it was uh, almost impossible to read, but they were clearly looking at what they thought was the UFO and what it consisted of in the hopes of exploitation. Like, they were blatant about it. And some of the other UFO FOIAs out there are all about, oh, can we use this? And how they do take things, they buy things from other countries and then send them to the United States to take a look at. Yeah, that's what um, moon dust was all about. Anything that fell from the sky. And that started predating satellites, by the way. Moon dust was already in existence before satellites were up. So yeah, that's the part that makes me nervous. I don't like that part. And a lot of people are actually saying that's actually a really dangerous part about all of this too. People um, consider the technology part pretty scary.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's what a- sucks is to know is to know that we have the answers. We already have the answers to famine and disease and we have the answers. It, it sucks to know that we do that, we know that, but we're never going to be able to use any of it because human beings cannot handle that yet We are not well they think that we can and you know we're evolving without them is the whole thing that energy is changing without them our consciousness is rising without them telling us the truth we're finding out the truth on our own and now there's a whole bunch of us getting together (laughs) <laughs> and there's, it's going to continue there's going to be more of us than there is of them. And, and that's, I think that's when the truth is going to, we're going to be in a situation where we can demand to know what they know because it shouldn't take a person like me who deals with all kinds of entities to come into contact with military people and People who are the movers and shakers of the UFO community. It shouldn't take me having to get proof on video of what's happening, you know, out of our hands and the technology that's going on around us and think that they don't know. And they do know. right? And they're, they're keeping it down. And in, could we save humanity? Yeah. Yeah, we totally could. Is it did we pass the oil index twenty years ago so so we can't really sustain humanity? Yeah, we did that too. So right now is like a rush of these uh, kind of a, you know, superior beings working with us to figure out how we're gonna survive. That's why all the wealthy wealthy people are leaving the planet because they know. The, mm-hmm. Like George Carlin used to say, the planet's gonna shake us off like a bad case of fleas, man. Seriously.
0: Yeah, it was. But scary. we're not. we
1: we're, we're our own worst enemy. All we do is consume, and we don't give. We don't return what we consume. It's a. It's been an out of balance energy for too long. We're a pest. We're a pest to this world. You okay. know so. That's why they don't tell us the truth because listen, are you going to let the cockroaches take over? No, of course you're not. You know, so they're never going to, they're just going to, they're, they control everything. That's what I found out real quick. I was like, Oh, you know what the energy says and what you see with, you know, in the 3d with your eyes, when that comes together, that, that changed me, that changed me and it changed my focus because And made me realize that so much is out of our control in our existence here, that we, that your, your happiness, your peace, your balance, your good and bad, everything is in your hands here. It is in your hands here, your daily life, your every breath. It is in your hands, all the bigger stuff of the environment we live in. It's not at all the food we eat. Even you try to grow your own and you, you know, you might fail at it quite a few times, whatever. There is, they control everything. So as long as they hold all the knowledge that, you know, know, it's already been done. It's already been done. Humanity's already been saved, but humanity doesn't deserve to be saved. We're cockroaches. All we do is, is take, 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 consume, consume, consume. And we give nothing back to where we are not a natural being anymore. We are destructive, we are destructive to nature. So it's, it's, it's not going to change just because we're, we are entitled to think that we should be able to live. No, we aren't, we aren't entitled to anything.
0: Heidi, I actually wanted to comment on that um, real quick, and then we're going to switch gears away from a very depressing topic, by the way, but <laughs> the cockroach topic. But I wanted to make the statement that while you were reconnecting, we were talking about the people who have been involved with UFOs. And we were talking about, you know, what is the common connection? Like, cause if you go back far enough, there are lots of connections. They're like the Kevin Bacon and so on. And you know what, Kevin, when she was talking, one of the things came up in my mind. A lot of them are in companies, and a lot of them are in aerospace companies making money. And I've been told that Bigelow, for instance, has a patent that has to do with some of his inflatable housing and space or something like that, attaching to spacecraft and stuff that is probably making him extremely rich, richer than he already was. So yeah, there's a reason that that could be connecting these bigger people all of them have companies
2: i'm also wondering if any of them have stakes in any of these cable channels or cable (laughs) companies you know the the cable tv networks you know
1: possibly and the telecom providers like the one that keeps shutting me down every time i try to go to tell you something right yeah maybe yeah well what you what you'll come to find out if you go farther into the deeper hole (laughs) into the rabbit hole deeper into the rabbit hole hello it makes me nervous to talk about this stuff because look what happens. Now I'm going to have to deal with all kinds of stuff. And it's like, you know, I'm one of them. So when I open my mouth, they let me know that it's not okay to open my mouth. But we you know already.
0: Don't worry. And it's it's over, Heidi.
1: You yeah, don't have and it's to like hide we it anymore. It. We know. It's, I don't understand. But you know, I'm not. They know I'm not going to. I'm not going to silence myself or anything, but I'm not out here as the town crier either. But I am, and I know. Yeah, and- so, and this happened for a reason. We, you scheduled me like two months ago or something. Yeah. This, I know. this happened for a reason, you know, so I'm not going to let outside forces just keep shutting it down. My, my computer totally blanked out its browser, shut down StreamYard, and opened its security options all by itself. And I've never seen that happen.
0: I'm just right say, when I started
1: to talk about MUFON because MUFON is where I met the military people. Right. Well, so uh, I'm just I'm just gonna say that know the truth. That know the truth.
0: You know I'm, I'm gonna say that in my opinion, the, the time of paranoia is over. And the time of you go out there and you say what you have to say is what's yeah. gonna protect you. You know, they Um, picked the
1: wrong person to let, if you're going to land on my street, I'm going to tell the world. They knew exactly what they were doing uh, in all of their dealings with me. Every, all the different beings, they knew exactly what they were doing. They knew exactly who I was and what I was going to do. They, um, on one, I'll I'll tell you this real quick. When I first moved to Vegas from LA, um, I had a place up on another mountain. And that's when i was I had my first black triangle i It was slow. it came from Death Valley. It took a good twenty minutes to get to me when it was right over me. It didn't have anything on the bottom. It was just matte and i I really felt that it was man made so it didn't really freak me out i I can really tell the magnetics of whatever I'm dealing with. I can tell immediately if you're from here or from here and there, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, but um triangles are definitely so some of I, them I, are. Got fan, I got out the i got out the kids i got my husband i got everybody come out and look at this thing we all saw it i got it on video but my my cell phone it turned up as a little dot but still it happened and i was like okay and my best friend used to live here and i called her and she said yeah welcome to vegas you're gonna see all kinds of stuff And i was like oh maybe that's why i'm here yeah, we because talking. I would drive through Vegas every time on my way back home from LA. I'm from Montana. I would drive home two, three times a year. I would always drive through Vegas and the entire place went quiet. And for a medium, that's huge. That's like, what? <laughs> What's happening here? This doesn't make any sense whatsoever when a place goes dead quiet. You can't hear the cars. You can't hear traffic. You, I, I mean, for me. And it stayed that way until about the end of Utah, until you go into Idaho. And I just really like this whole underground thing was going. I could feel like this whole underground uh, different energies like underneath us. And I've never been able to figure out. I was like, I'm going to live here one day. And I'm thinking in my head, why the hell would I ever live in Las Vegas? That makes no sense. I'm a country girl. I retired from the music industry. I started and owned a heavy metal label. They ran for a lot of years in LA, and uh, we came here to be middle aged, <laughs> you know, and do all that. I had no idea. I could never figure out why I always knew I would live here, and then uh, life just brought us, brought me here, and then, bam! Now I'm now I'm in this huge global community working with military leaders and and things like that how how was i ever to know that 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 something like that could happen to little old me from montana well we
0: were talking earlier about vegas itself being a very special spot for this phenomenon there's some other really significant people there including george knapp bigelow had his warehouse there when he had NIDs. Um, Biglow is think.
1: one of the people who knows who knows the truth. Oh yeah, he's and told he, people. You know, he, he and he's and and he's not told a lot of a lot of what he knows. And he I I company. don't blame him. He I, has I a blame company. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, and I mean, you know, on a daily basis, the normal average human being does not think about these things. They do not think about the UFOs in the sky. They think about getting their meds, their grocery store, their families, their dogs, going to school, whatever. Their community. They they the normal average person is not like you and I and you and me Kevin. You know, but what I, what I the point I'm trying to make is that now like I mentioned with the energy that is in the world right now it's such an ascended the, it We, our combined energy is not going to stop and it's just going to keep growing and it's going to eventually and very quickly, by the way, it's coming. It's coming soon where it's going to match the energy of those in power. And then is when we see change that we could never imagine. Only then. But we are. Most, I don't want to say most of us, but I'd say at least half of us are still cavemen and women.
0: Well, I resent that because I have a well... high
1: percentage
0: of Neanderthal, <laughs> and I think that's a, bu- a benefit. Like, I have done a genetic test, mm. I think Neanderthal is actually a benefit because we're the Neanderthals were probably more instinctive creatures. Well, that's the
1: whole point, though. I mean, we. I mean, if half of if half of a civilization has evolved to a point to see things that others can't see or communicate or deal with things or actually make changes in a world that other people don't live in, but that are here going to the same grocery store as you and I. um, That's that's why I'm so excited, because I never thought this could happen in my life i never thought this kind of progress of energy could happen i don't know what happened but i can tell you when it happened and it was only you know it was only a good i would say six years ago like six years ago between six and seven years ago something happened and i woke up one day and the whole world was like lit up i'm like what is happening This is awesome. I could never, I could never even wish and pray hard enough for people to have reached this, this kind of ascension. And so I knew my job was in full effect, you know, and then, and sure enough, it was. And, um, Yeah, I'm telling you, it's going to happen. The balance of the balance of power is going to the the balance of power is going to balance out to where we have as much say as the people who, uh, you know, the military people and uh, the people in the government and the people that already know about these beings and all the different beings and what they're doing here and our part in it. And we work with them. Yes. And there is money involved, but I don't care. I don't care about money and it ain't about gold. It's not about any of that. This is about evolution. Every species, every one of these different beings, all they're focused on is evolution can bringing, bringing their soul into oneness with their physical bodies. I'm telling you, that's all anybody cares about. Everybody, sense. everybody wants to be God. It doesn't matter what kind of being you are. And we we understand so much more now, and can share so much more information that are in there. Our our whole our consciousness as a whole keeps growing and growing and growing until we're going to equal the powers that be and that are in control, and we're we're going to be able to. It's going to be fluid.
0: You know we, I'm can, we
1: can work with them. They can work with us. It's not a big, scary thing. You know, we will understand why not all of humanity gets to survive. I'm sorry. Just like all of a llama doesn't get to survive or all of a mouse doesn't get to survive. Everybody is not meant for uh, continuity in this ra- in, in this civilization or survival. It's It's not depressing. It just is. You know? So, so
0: Heidi... I have a thought about this and this may be part of it so if you look into the history of religion one thing that is noticeable is that there's a lot of patterns which indicates a much older religion that split apart and evolved into these different religions perhaps part of the secret of humanity is the fact that because we had these religions and connected to spirituality in this way, and at some point, you know, to star people, of course, also, um, we were evolving in a different way without technology that fascinated these technological beings. And we do probably have different aspects to our brains that allow us to have things like empathy. Um, So, and, and some people think we were created that way, which will allow us, of course, to make those spiritual connections. It's a circle. So maybe that's the fascination that we're just created in a way that allows us to do something that we've been doing a long time, and they're jealous. Yes, because
1: I I have to agree.
0: I've and people not only connect to what what some people call God, some people call Yahweh, some people call Allah, um, you know, or religious entities, but also get responses back. And I'm one of those people. And I would say God's source is what I prefer to say at this point. Yeah, me too. Ball of, yeah, ball of energy. Yeah. But anywho, I've, I've gotten a response back. I got hired the day after I meditated to go talk to the God source to a higher position at work. So, yeah,
1: Oh, it I works. Said, I, yeah. Um, I if, if people only understood that it works just as good as the gas in your car and it was a tangible thing, They would be so much more evolved and they would be so much more at peace and so much happier and so much more excited to be alive. Yeah, Um, well, it does. And people know that
0: people who are really deeply spiritual. So I think that could be where that jealousy is. But I wanted to switch gears on you because I said I was going to do it a little while ago. Um, I wanted Kevin to get a chance to talk to you about tarot. He's very interested in that. And I also wanted to give you a chance um, to touch a little bit more on the spiritual, um, I mean, spirit side of mediumship. But first, Kevin, go ahead and get to your tarot question.
2: Well, so one of the things I study is Jungian psychology. And I noticed that um, all those same symbols are in tarot. Every single Jungian archetype is right there as a As a tarot symbol, um, I find that really interesting. Um, so basically, tarot is the psychology of uh, antiquity. Um, it, re- would it really you be is correct in using it that way. You think? Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Uh, throughout throughout our time in a civilization, we have always used some kind of um, actual action and divination in in trying to get bigger answers. Even when we couldn't speak and we could barely make fire, we were throwing bones. And if they landed in a certain area, your, your great grandmother knew what that meant. Hmm. And then they would teach you what that meant and things like Hmm. that. Um, we've been doing, we've been communicating with spirits since the beginning. Um, not just indigenous people, but actual just human beings since we've been here, animals do it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay.
2: Elephants
1: meditate. By oh, that ancient, ancient religion, um, they remember huh. they're dead. They they communicate with spirit all the time, and they've made it very clear in without words because they're elephants that this happens.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You the know, so this is just one
0: example. You've heard of the elephant graveyard, Kevin, haven't you?
2: The elephant graveyard.
0: Yeah, they go visit the bones of their dead.
2: Oh okay, yeah. Yeah, that's depressing. But
1: yeah, you wanted to talk about tarot. So yeah, the symbolism in tarot is all through antiquity. The, the archetypes, personality types, uh, ast- uh, mm-hmm. astrological qualities, all of it is condensed into one tarot deck. And, um, you know, it's been around for thousands of years. Started back, well, where they can trace it to is back kind of with um, Asia and uh it came down from there but every single if you if you've read anything about civilizations and things like that they've all had their own divination um Mm -hmm. that they use or many types of divination that they use tarot cards happen to be one of those things that has so many of the most important symbols in it that you can access directly now, I mean, these are
2: universal symbols. Well, human. Exactly.
1: Like you can, anybody can access them. The archetypes, uh, you know, different symbols for different. Th- it's it's all accessible to human beings. It's all accessible. So, it makes it very. Uh, the reason that I love tarot, I absolutely love tarot, and this is why. And I continue to study it to this day. And and I've been doing it since I was, I think I was thirteen or fourteen when I s-
2: snuck and bought my first you're deck. You're very fluent at it. You're you're so fluent. When I when I watch your videos or listening to your TikTok videos, you're just it's like you're just talking.
1: I appreciate don't that. About cause it I, I am very much a person who believes in flow. I'm part of the flow, and I'm just really accessing di- different parts of the flow that's already there. And I that's actually, why you know doing mediumship and readings like that is where the energy is doesn't matter. I have clients all over the world. The time period, it does not matter. None of that matters because it's all part of that energy flow, the ribbons I told you about.
0: I don't think the cards even are required. I think people just use them to
1: help them stay focused. Just That's like exactly you don't... what I was going to say, is that yeah. they contain so many of the main aspects of the things you want to focus on and the things that are really important to people. Um the things that really mean are meaningful on a daily basis, they're all in there. So when, oh, I mean, so I'm, okay. So Kevin, I'm going to have to go up to my cards now. I just follow what they tell me to do.
0: (laughs) So the reason I'll say this while she's walking the, the, for instance, other examples for scrying when people use water or a crystal ball they just do it to help them focus. They don't actually need those objects. It's it's sort of like that gives you the okay to to attach to other things. It's That's
1: kind it's of what exactly, it's like. It's exactly right. And I use all kinds of forms of divination for other people because I don't need them for myself.
2: So it's kind of like a wand. Um, my wife uses those in her uh, yes. ceremonies. Yes. Weekend, so. Okay. Interesting
0: yeah there's a term for that but i've never said it out loud i've only written it or read it it's um a-t-h-a-m-e and i don't know how that's pronounced that's, oh, the, 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 oh, the, awesome? that's the knife the spiritual knife Yeah. yeah, yeah. oh you got
2: so, one on your altar okay
0: so, but yeah, there's, there's, it's a tool, like they're mm. all tools, all of it. And it's just a focusing tool. Like all of these things are really within us. And we don't require any of them. Um, and some people connect more to some than to others. Like we talk about, there's different um, points on the pyramid, that, um, not the pyramid, I'm sorry, the pentacle that represents different elements. And some people attach to some of them, like some attach to earth, fire, water, <laughs> whatever but you don't have to and then if you look at feng shui they have other elements by the way like wood and metal Mm -hmm. but you don't have to it's just something that helps you connect to all of it
1: um i like i like uh tarot specifically i have i have all the other divination tools and sometimes i use them it depends on what the person needs but for myself i don't need them because i'm I'm already in that flow. I'm already seeing that. Mm-hmm. So scrying and things like that, water scrying. Um, I have an obsidian crystal ball that really shows me a lot of stuff that I don't wanna see. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, no, no, um, obsidian is a tricky stone. People wear it for protection, but you really shouldn't because it's, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it reflects your shadow self first. So if you're already an asshole, do not wear obsidian. <laughs> if you're already someone who is not, you know, a peacemaker or a caretaker or something like that, do not wear obsidian. Don't have it anywhere near you because it's going to reflect your shadow self at you first. Uh, when I work with crystals, um, I there are quite a few I won't work with because <laughs> obsidian, uh, and some days I'll have to go into my office here and cover my obsidian because i'm a scrying <laughs> one too and just cover them because my own shadow self is smacking me in the face and because i'm an energy reader i can see where the energy is coming from so i go and i cover my balls clear myself <laughs> cover my ball <laughs> but um <laughs> <gonna> I <laughs> yeah i I, get the, I hear that a lot oh but i wear obsidian i could like, yeah but Han, you you're you're a hoe so that's the life you're going to get reflected at you ten times fold if you keep messing with obsidian. You know?
0: You know what the other thing is, I have to say, there's if you have studied Wiccan, you understand that there's sort of like a, a give and take in the universe. And what you should be doing is more giving rather than taking. So if anyone's coming looking to get something when they're using obsidian, that's could be where the problem can be too
1: it's uh, I was uh my husband's a poker player and uh WSOP was just recently which is a world series of poker and one of the most famous poker players who we we know and work with or whatever he was um given an of city and bracelet by his girlfriend and, to go into the WSOP and and my husband told me that and I said why does she hate him I mean because this guy is a total a-hole i mean not a good person would step on your ground you know what i mean not a good person and i'm like oh my god did she do that on purpose (laughs) (laughs) but he ended up like losing millions and flipping out constantly because he is already such a terrible person that that is the only thing that's reflecting that, that is a obsidian is doing for him is reflecting himself back at him. So everything went 10 times worse than what it would normally be on a day for this horrible person.
2: I to work you know, his anyway,
1: videos On Twitter and all this, and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, who who told him that obsidian will ruin your life. It's interesting. Obsidian will ruin your life. If you are not a good person, if you are unbalanced and negative all the time it will ruin your life i will say though like with these tools
0: they're just they can if you find the right thing like when you're meditating there's some music that works really well for some people and doesn't work for others these like cds that are supposed to like put off um sounds that you can't really even hear some of them work really well for some people and some for others so everything is really just about oh. what's going to help you focus your intention and all that stuff so i don't know so i feel like um heidi wants to read the cards so we're gonna let heidi do her oh
1: age. um <laughs> no these two were for me oh uh, the, the top two were for me here um i got the high priestess and Death. And that means me, the high priestess, needs to shut my damn mouth about a lot of things Ooh. that we've been speaking about. I don't believe so we're that. we just going to leave it that there. No, that's not death. Death yeah, is I, to, but, I mean, I know Kevin has a message because, you know, I'm sitting there in my garage and, you know, I get covered in goosebumps and um, I allow energy in my garage. That's where I go to open if you will, to other energies because my house is a fortress. It's gridded and nothing gets in my house, but I have not gridded my garage. I do that on purpose or my yard so I can still have, if if something needs to talk to me, they still have access because I don't want to cut myself off to anything that's important. doesn't matter who you are, but yeah. Ooh, I'm like shaking. I am like shaking. So <laughs> I just want to see what what Whoop. needs to be said here. Uh. <laughs> um. So, Kevin, do you want to talk to me separately about this?
2: Um, is any question?
1: I, yeah. Okay, it's kind of involves family oh and a relationship okay. so... yeah let's talk about that after the show okay but it was important enough to be notified mm, yeah okay we'll talk about it after the show
2: okay,
0: okay. it was it was sort of weird because right when you started doing his reading kevin's camera went
1: blurry <laughs> David? yeah this is this this is private information it's uh, it's uh, some somebody has something important to tell you about what you're doing what you're dealing with right now so we'll yeah. just we'll do that after the show though do you want i to didn't s- realize it was going to be like private okay. okay so you know what
0: i think we're going to go ahead and wrap up so kevin come find out what's in the cards for him and um we will say goodbye so heidi can you please well actually let us start with kevin kevin please tell people where they can find you
2: i'm on instagram and facebook and twitter at, uh, either Edges, hilarious kevin works i think that's what i am on instagram too okay
0: and heidi please tell everyone where they can find you you can
1: find uh, me on Twitter. I'm usually active there every day. And you can find me on TikTok. And you can find me on YouTube with the, with the UFO videos. And I do Zodiac tarot readings. And uh, just um, helpful hints and stuff like that on my YouTube channel. It's All Things Exist. And it's Heidi Lee. L-E-A.
0: Okay, so there will be links in the description for anyone who wants to go find Heidi. Um, She's also let us know that, um, you know, of course, for some of those readings, it's private. It's not something that we're going to be doing on um, the the dojo. But I'm so grateful that you were able to come in and share a lot of your knowledge with us. I think we're going to have to talk again in the future. You have so much information to share. Um, and I feel like that you need someone just to be able to talk to you about
1: some of these things and don't worry it's, it has been great I, I admit yeah. it has been great because there have been no uh, females honestly well, that I've ever talked well, to so, I, I will tell <laughs> you that um it was it's, nice to have that uh, that ac- aspect going on especially with the awesome information that you gave me I didn't realize that that there are so many others with this same kind of experience Mm -hmm. which i didn't know until i came to twitter and started meeting lots of people you know
0: yeah there's definitely some people that you may want to talk to um specifically but in the meantime i'm going to say take care to everyone who is listening thank you for listening to the dojo today remember the dojo is part of the calling all beings podcast network and if anyone needs to reach me, I'm at Study of UAPs. And you can find me on Twitter, LinkedIn, um, Facebook, so on and so forth. You can find me on YouTube at the Calling All Beings show. And um, if anyone needs to reach out, of course, please do so. Also, you can find me on UFOConnector.com. Take care, everybody.